0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living right here on SelfDiscoveryMedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today, she just gave me her pronunciation. Um, 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 please say it, love. I don't want to dishonor your name.
1: It is Rukaya Khan.
0: Rukaya Khan, there you go. Yes. Beautiful name, but don't mm-hmm. want to do disservice to it. Thank and. You. She says that we've got to smile to move forward. And I could not disagree with that at all. Smiling is something that projects forward. It helps other people to find a smile. It diffuses situations. It lifts people's spirits up. And she has a five-step formula Uh, She says, my five step formula is my smile. It is my legacy and I like to run through it and share the anecdotes of how in recent stages of life it helped her find her way forward. And uh, she is currently um, an honored change maker leading from chaos to clarity. She sees herself more of a SMILE acronym strategist more than a motivational speaker or life coach. She is a wordsmith. Uh, She works with words delivering stories in print and on stale. stage and she's the founder of Smilistic Coaching I love that name that is wonderful and she did a TED Talks on the art of possibilities I actually have another company called the art of positive living and it is an art isn't it you know yes, it it's an art to be positive it's an art to, to smile no matter what the situation is it's a conscious choice isn't
1: it love yes it is To to be able to smile is is a blessing in itself.
0: Yeah, and there aren't always things to smile at, right? You know, we, we have situations in life and, you know, North America is going through that right now. And it's, it's uh, sometimes you just have to shake your head and, and it's like, there is no smile here. Um, there, there is warrant for anger or there, you know, uh, for hurt or for pain. But somewhere along the line, you have to find that smile. Because that's what ignites the heart, that's what ignites the spirit and the soul to find that joy again, to find that love again, that peace again, because we cannot stay in a state of despair or anger. And so whether we sometimes have to force it until everybody else smiles (laughs) along with us, or we ignite it, that smile is something that really is the the game changer, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I say is when you smile, you literally short circuit your mind because your brain thinks, hey, hold on here. Everything seems to be chaotic, but she's smiling. So there must be something good to look for in the situation. And then it begins to unconsciously, you know, seek the good or the possibilities in the situation. So, yeah.
0: And, you know, no matter what we're facing, You know, and and sometimes it's the horrors, of course, America's going through that right now. And of course, COVID around the world, you know, and everybody's got their own personal struggles and challenges right now. But out of whatever you perceive as bad in front of you, there is always a seed of good. And if we can find that and nurture that, that definitely will give us something to smile about.
1: Absolutely. So it's like, what are you focusing on in, during these uncertain times? Uh, the metaphor that I like to use is that of us being in a train, in this huge train that is going through a tunnel in a mountain. So I, I don't know if you've traveled by train, and but when you are in a traveling through a tunnel, what happens is it becomes very dark, mm-hmm. it begins to feel scary. If you, I mean, it begins to feel the the voice, everything around you starts to boom and echo, and then you're just going through that, and all you can hear is the wheels turning, and a little daunting. But then, in that time, if you just choose to stay still, and go within, and not create chaos, mm-hmm. you know, and just just reflect on what's going on on the inside, and just use that time to the best way possible you will come out of the tunnel eventually. You don't know when, because it's only the, the one who's driving the train who knows, I and mean, in God, source, uh, whatever you may call him. But whenever he chooses to send you out of the tunnel, my question is, who are you going to be then? Who would you like to be when you're on the other side of this?
0: And what an opportunity the tunnel is in that dark, in that sometimes that silence. To to have a perspective, why are we afraid of suddenly the dark? Because we cannot see our way forward. But sometimes our eyes deceive us. And sometimes being in the dark shows us a reflection from the inside out of what we are meant to see. So when we're back in the light, we see things with more clarity.
1: True, And, and what also matters when you're in the dark is who are you surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. Ah. Are you surrounding yourself with people who support you in that, in that phase of feeling a little overwhelmed? Or are you surrounded by people who are panicking and moving around and kind of creating chaos for the others? Or who are your, your tribe? Who is, who are the people that you're, what's the content that you're consuming? Mm -hmm. People like you and I are contributing by making the best of this time, you know, Mm -hmm. bringing positive conversations to the world. So, What are you consuming in this reflective time?
0: And, you know, maybe it's also that time that this is the time for you to be there for someone else. You know, I mean, let us not be fooled. We, We all come across that fearful darkness sometimes. And sometimes we may not know our way forward in that moment. But when we see somebody else in that chaos or panicking to it, and we step up for them, that also gives us the sense of peace, of clarity for ourselves, isn't it? So it's sometimes it's the gift of going inside yourself. Sometimes it's stepping out and being there for someone else.
1: True. So it's, it's interesting that we're talking about silence because the first alphabet within my smile strategy is silence the mind. Mm. <laughs>
0: You say it with a smile because not everybody has that gift of doing that.
1: <laughs> yes. And it is the very first and most difficult step for yeah. a lot of us. Because there's so much of chatter going on in our mind? And for those of you saying, what chatter? That's the chatter. Yes. You know, yeah.
0: And what kind of chatter is it? Is it external, expectation, dictation, somebody else's fear? You know, the hysteria of the chaos? Or, or, in a, or is it some wisdom that is coming to you because you've opened that space for it?
1: True. Um, when we talk of dark spaces, and I know you're, you're referencing to COVID, but I think the, the most uh, difficult and dark space that I went through uh, was when my father passed in October 2017. And that was also the time when my children left mm. the nest for university. Mm. So I had to deal with the passing of somebody who was my harbor, my pillar of strength and also my children who were like the reason I do what I do. And and then they also left for university. So it was really tough on me. So, but sometimes I think in these uh, moments of darkness, you need to also be patient with yourself. There is no rush to heal or there is no rush to be normal again, you
0: know, but, but, but what's normal? I mean, your normal was, was children that were there, a father that you could go to. Your father has moved on, ascended, and your children have spread their wings. So you can't go back to a normal because there is a normal. So what's your new norm? And how do you now take the wonderful gift of love you had from your father and also the wonderment of where your children are going to go and apply it to yourself?
1: Absolutely. And uh, up until almost April, I did, I, until March, I didn't do much mm-hmm. with, with the skill set of a coach, of a speaker, of a writer. I, I just chose silence uh, from a dark space. But when I was called in March to speak at the happiness carnival, uh, Dubai actually has a happy ministry of happiness, in case you didn't know. And they held a happiness carnival and I was invited by the prime minister's office to, to speak. To share my smile hmm. and I realized that and when you get called from an authority like that you don't say oh, I'm sorry I, I don't feel like it, yeah. show up. <laughs> yes.
0: Don't look the gift <laughs> horse in the mouth right? <laughs>
1: yes please I will be there and so I was and as I spoke to lots of people and started sharing the smile strategy started seeing their faces light up I felt hey, this is something amazing that I've been given and gifted and to sit on it and not do anything about it would be selfish. Yeah. So yeah, that's where everything started.
0: And and again, because you have no idea where that ignition is going to come from, where that light bulb is going to come from. And I think one of the big problems in life is people forget to participate in their own life, you know, and just to go on their own treasure hunt. Uh, You know, it's not sit there and kind of wait for life to come to you. It's go and take that beautiful walk in life and see what opportunities are given to you along the way. Had you not gone, you wouldn't have had that light bulb moment and you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now.
1: Yes, yes. And uh, the month later. I was visiting my children in Perth. The two of them were together on the Easter break. And uh, I called them up and I said, hey, guys, I know you're together. Do you think it will be okay if I drop by? And they said, yes, mom, why not? (laughs) So I showed up and and on a bus ride, uh, we were on a one-hour long bus ride. And my son was with me and I said, you go to sleep, I'll wake you up after an hour. And he goes, oh, no, we don't do that. You tell me, what have you been up to? (laughs) <laughs> so I looked at him in, in, and uh, in all, in all um, you know, uh, authority, if I may say, I said, Hey, I'm your mom. You're not supposed to talk to me like that. <laughs> he says, all that is fine. But what have you been up to? Because you speak about accountability to us mm-hmm. and to everybody else. So what are you doing? And so I made a list. That's truck. So I went back home and I made a list of all the quotes that I had on my on my Facebook page, my own quotes, and I realized I had 550 of them. I'm mm. a bit of a chatterbox. <laughs> Realization,
0: got something to share. That's why.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I made that list and I came home and I ran a poll on my page, my Facebook page, and I said, guys, would you like me to do videos? Because I thought if I needed to do video, at least I'll step out of bed and wash my face so that I can face the world. You Mm. know, I was struggling, I was struggling with an empty house after coming back from Australia. So I said, hmm, so that's how the daily video started on May 1st, 2018. And they're ongoing even up until now.
0: I love people's redirect, you know, and the willing for self-discovery, you know, um, as a, as a, um, a mother that was, you know, the custodian and and there to, you know, prepare her chicks to fly from the nest. And, you know, nobody else there kind of accountable for you uh, to be accountable for. It's, It's that time where we can place time upon ourselves and, you know, exploration. And we are all here for a purpose. And there's many chapters in our book of life, right? We're not just one story. And so many people kind of rest on laurels or get lost on, that identity instead of exploring a new one and yeah our our children can call us out you know mine do (laughs) a lot (laughs) and it's a good reminder because sometimes we get caught up in the the routine of what we were and we forget yes we're a mother but we're also a woman and maybe Hmm. a wife and maybe um you know maybe an entrepreneur or maybe a motivator um who are we as an individual, not just what we do to other or for other people.
1: And I think everybody is like, like a prism, with all the mirrors and different angles, and then they're reflecting one upon the other. Mm. So while it might look like it's one image, it's one image that you're conveying, but it's one image reflecting in different dimensions and coming together as one. So yeah, I mean, so many dimensions to one person. And it's
0: important to be around other people, isn't it? I mean, you just smiling all day just for yourself. You know, it's nice. It's cheering you up. It's good for you. But that smile being picked up by someone else, being infectious is really where it's at. And when I go for walks, um, you know, I smile at people and go back. Sometimes it's good morning, good afternoon, nice weather, whatever. It depends on how, on the person. But I always smile. Sometimes mm-hmm. people are just... Too busy or on their phones, you know. And other time, people smile back, and it's just that acknowledgement of each other. Yeah,
1: I agree. So I recently did a social uh, experiment where you know we're not we're nowadays wearing the mask. Yes, I know. Yeah, (laughs) and it's disappointing that you can't see the other person smiling and you can't show your own as well. So on one of the days when I was out uh, shopping, I uh, I smiled really big the kind of smile where your eyes go cringy and you're you're like smizing as i did that and i walked past people who i felt would would appreciate one or would need a smile today and and it's it's interesting how people catch it you know so it Mm. doesn't have to just be a smile that you can see on on the face on the lips but just the eyes sometimes eye contact with that person and and you smile and and that kind of cheers them up or, you know, they pick it up so fast.
0: Yeah. It's kind of, you know, instead of the smile, it's the smiling with the eyes and even a nod, right? That little nod. At, this yeah. is directed at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we're very fortunate here um, on the island where I live that... Um, you know, we've had no new cases for, for two weeks and we're slowly going back, integrating. And, you know, basically the time I wear a mask is if I'm in a grocery store or somewhere condensed, otherwise we can enjoy the fresh air and smile at each other as we go by. Um, but there are places, you know, that are still in the midst of it. And and due to what's happening even now, we we, we can see that second phase coming to them. Um, you will probably get a lot of people saying right now, but what's there to smile about? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't have a job because of this, or, you know, um, I'm scared of getting sick, or, you know, depending where somebody is in the world, you know, rioting, or or fear of war, and everything else. And for some people, it's like, there's nothing to smile about. There is always something to smile about. There is Mm -hmm. always, even amongst that chaos, amongst that turmoil, there is always somebody that will warm your heart by the actions that they do, that will bring a smile to your face. Got to be willing to look for it, though, haven't you?
1: Yes, it's just about, and it's beautiful how you segued into M, which is manage your attention. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so silence your mind, manage your attention. Yes. Where are you focusing? Right. So. So are you focusing on, as you said, I don't have a job? Are you focusing on the fear? Or are you ex- focusing on the fact that you are with family? the fa- Or at least you're healthy at the moment as we speak. So would you like to count your blessings and have a gratitude list for everything? You've got electricity, you've got food on your plate. You can breathe mm-hmm. without having to use a ventilator. I mean, there are people who are fallen sick. And the kind of stories we've heard about how it affects a person, are scary, it's it's, it's not pleasant, but you're better off. Uh, You need to be grateful. Even your immune system, in fact, reacts the same way. So when you get into that place of uh, panic, where your cortisol level goes up, yes, all your happy hormones, endorphins, tend to go down and your immunity slacks. So isn't it worth it to count your blessings?
0: A hundred percent. I mean, um, we know that cancer is an 80% emotional disease and that other 20% may be hereditary or environmental. Um, we, when we look at diseases, let's break it up, dis-ease. Yes. When we're not at ease with ourselves and with life, it will trigger disease. And most of people's illnesses it is coming from anxiety, coming from stress, coming from worry. And some people they're just prone to it. Well, that means they need to manage it by being aware of it and what triggers it so much more
1: consciously, don't they? True, and they have to be more aware and in tune with mm-hmm. what they're thinking. What are the thoughts? So, in a day, a person has close to uh, I think it's eighty to ninety thousand thoughts in a day, mm-hmm. and the. The interesting part is that 70% of these thoughts are repetitive. So until you make that conscious effort to sit with yourself and realize, okay, so what is it that I'm thinking? And how would I like to think instead and make that conscious effort to break that cycle and then think something new? So it would be definitely something to consider.
0: You know, I don't think what people realize is, is that It's energy. And if, you know, I I have a wonderful woman I interviewed who was um, sexually harassed at her work and then fired by her boss. And it's been six years that she's been trying to bring him to justice and everybody's trying to put it under the rug. And um, even, you know, the court people are just dragging their feet on it because they're buddy buddies. You know, it's that same old, same old. Mm -hmm. And and she's being angry. And I said, no, you have to change that. You can't, you have every justification to be angry, but be angry at the bridge, screaming at the traffic as it goes. You can't bring that anger to the court or anywhere around that energy. You have to bring the energy that will be, she will rule in your favor because people don't realize anger begets anger. Right. And so does love beget love. So, Water and feed what you want to grow.
1: Um, It's like uh, Dr. Uh, Emoto's experiment with water.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) I I did a wonderful show with his uh, assistant and another one with Robin Williams on water. I highly recommend people listen to that. It's magnificent. But yes, please tell people about the water one.
1: So our body is made of what water, right? There's blood flowing. There's yes. fluid. There's, your muscles are tissues have water in it. And what are the thoughts that you're constantly feeding yourself? What are you saying to yourself that it's possible? It's not possible. I'm good enough. I'm not good enough. Yeah. And then that's how your body is going to obviously respond and say, "Yes, Master. What you say is absolutely right." Yeah.
0: Yes. And 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 that you know. That water experiment, we had three different rooms with three different waters. One they ignored, one they gave good affirmations to, one negative. The negative one literally turned dark. And uh, the other one crystallized into, you know, a frequency of basically of love, on the same level of love. And if we are, I think it's 80% water,
1: and we're being negative
0: negative to ourselves all the time you know it's like uh, what's our color of our water <laughs> and that can be scary and go I'm changing this color I don't like black
1: <laughs> and the water that was ignored was the one that was first affected yeah so so imagine most of us go through life so mechanically that we're ignoring our feelings we're ignoring what's coming up for us and we're kind of pushing us aside saying I'll dress you some other day and then, when you're constantly pushing it away, it's like stacking up things in a cupboard and closing the door tight. Ah. One ah.
0: <laughs> and then the door meow, comes right out. comes
1: out <laughs> at you as an illness. Yes. just you demands your attention.
0: You can't huh? avoid it, you can't run from it, you can't hide from it, you can't ignore it. You know, I mean, it has to be faced, doesn't it? I mean, our emotions are there as an indication as to how we feel about our environment, how we feel about ourselves. So pay attention to your emotions. Just don't become emotional about them. Recognize what are they trying to tell you and what do you need to do to, you know, smile forward.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So it's like watching the clouds in the sky when uh, people say that when you meditate, you're supposed to have a clear mind. But I beg to differ. I say, yes, you cannot have a clear mind because the purpose of your mind is to think all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, Okay, I'm meditating now, so my kidneys will not function because I'm meditating. That's not how it works. Your mind he <laughs> <are> you thinking.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. It's a good one.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I will keep thinking and thoughts will keep coming and the, the trick is to not get attached to those clouds uh, to those thoughts watch them float by as if they were clouds yeah. not trying to make sense out of them just acknowledge that they're there and then let them pass yes
0: exactly uh, fluidity i mean water yeah. blood oxygen constantly needs to be in flow so do we the moment we get stagnant and get caught up in fear or hate or discord, that is when the chi, the energy is blocked. And yeah. that's when we start having problems. And there are some people who just really thrive on being angry. Mm. And unfortunately, that's their choice. And until they choose not to be angry anymore, there's not much you can do. And this is why it's really important the, the people you have around you, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. Um, so, people that you have around you, and uh, the other day I was speaking to Elaine and she was talking about how being angry with someone is kind of like hugging a cactus.
0: Yes, I know. That was so beautiful. Statement. Yes, yes she, we addressed that again on our on show. You just think about that, you know. Just even touching a cactus, uh, how how painful it is, and you actually can see the image of hugging it, and it's like, well, we're inflicting the, the pain upon ourselves, yeah. right?
1: Because the cactus going to be a cactus, yes, regardless. Yes, but it's you who's choosing to hug it,
0: right? Yes, and that's Elaine Jacques, by the way. We've had her on a couple of times too. She's a wonderful woman.
1: Amazing, I love
0: her. fabulous promoter and just uh, talk about a smile. She is the smile, isn't she? Yes, yes. Yeah, the epitome of it. And that's kind of the people you want to be around. They're not living in la-la land. You know, they know that there's trouble and strife out there, but they have chosen to be the smile and to ignite that smile and share it along with other people. And I mean, that's... We can't always choose what happens to us, but we can choose how we react to it.
1: Yes, and also acknowledge and appreciate our intention behind why we're doing what we're doing, which is identify the intention. Yes. So silence the mind, manage your attention, identify the intention. So as Simon Sinek says it in The Power of Why, what is your why? Because unless you know what is the fuel that's driving you You really aren't going to get very far.
0: That why is your vehicle, Hmm. right? It is why are you doing what you're doing? Because it ignites passion and conviction and purpose. And when you've got those words in, in the why, then you know somebody is really coming from the heart, right? And it is the vehicle for us in order to move forward. But so many people are still living by expectation, Mm -hmm. and not their own why so that self-discovery we need to have is what is our why a lot of people don't know how to look for that and a lot of that is the intention of looking for it you know managing your emotions and and obviously silencing the expectation chatter and listen to the inner voice let it have a
1: say true so and it A lot of times it's not even our own expectations, it's expectations of others. Oh, completely, yeah. Expectations of family, of society, of anybody else who might have a say in your world. And you don't even know what you want on most occasions. So uh, growing up, um, I was meant to be a doctor. My mom wanted me to be a doctor and I, I, I was like that. I had my blinders on. I didn't know anything else, though I knew I loved reading, I knew I, lo- I had, a, had a strength in language, but I never thought of being a journalist. Mm. I, got, I got married pretty early in life, um, and uh, my children came along. And one day, by, by standing in front of a, a, a sink full of uh, dishes, I thought to myself, there must be more to life than diapers and dishes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: when I asked, the universe said, okay, we'll look it up for you. <laughs> and it did. Well, well, what do they
0: say is when the student is ready, the teacher will come. Yep. Right. And, yep. and you are asking that the, the question. I'm the student. What more is there?
1: What more is there? There must be more to life than diapers and dishes. Mm-hmm. And I found out about a ladies writing group and started contributing articles to the local newspaper. And coincidentally, this happened on my fifth anniversary that I have had my first byline and there's been no looking back since so 20 years of working with words just writing it speaking with people getting no to know about their stories and then stumbling upon personal development and nlp which is neuro-linguistic programming and then building myself over there so it's just about understanding for me i think the biggest intention in doing getting outside of my homemaker role yeah um, was the fact that the children were watching.
0: Mm. Yes, you know, we lead by example, right? And, you know, this is what um, people don't understand. You know, um, I'm a mum of three. They're all grown up in their 30s now. But it was, I was living for them. And it was my kids that reminded me, but mum, you don't need to live for us anymore. There's got to be something you want to do. And, you know, at that time, it was like, i don't know (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. know, uh, and it was a a, a complete you know it's been the last 15 year or more journey uh, for me to find my path and my calling and we're never too old to find it right Mm -hmm. never too old to start and it's again it's um not being what other people want you to be but discovering how wonderful you really are and who you really are inside and being comfortable with that and sharing that. And that does require some self-exploration.
1: So 2011, when I went on my first course of NLP, there was a gentleman in the class and he was the oldest. He was 60 plus. Mm-hmm. And when each one of us introduced ourselves and shared him, he stood up and he said, I have recently retired and all my life I've been working. And when I came home after retiring, I realized I don't know myself. My family doesn't know me, you know, and that was like this moment of silence and realization for all of us. Oh, wow. You know? So he took that first step to be, to get to know himself first, and then to connect back with his family. So for me, that will always stay, you know?
0: It's important yes and and you know again um i've interviewed a lot of people who have been ceos or own their own companies and um, or been ahead of their game and at some point they have a look at their life and go i'm working 18 hours a day i've got the fancy car and the fancy house but i've got no time to enjoy them i've got no time to enjoy my my children or my spice or all my life i am just working for this supposed image and it's you know, either been the cosmic two by four or something that's forced them to redirect and go and live a more enriched, abundant life that, that they love getting up for and that they don't consider as work.
1: So um, the reason I did a TEDx talk was because when I, I was, if I find it very amusing that everybody would complain about their situation. You know, they did complain about in-laws. They'd complain about community. They'd complain about everything under the sun except take ownership. Yes. So I said, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> That's an art of possibility. And I had the opportunity to speak to students. Students were my audience. I presented at the school. to so high schoolers, they need to get this message that it's not about pushing the blame on somebody else, but about taking accountability, having that ownership for your life and, and the chances you take. Good or bad.
0: You know, I we say while well, you're pointing a finger, there's three pointing back at you, right? Yeah. And so, okay. again, ownership you know, of our choices, responsibility for our actions. And that I interviewed um, a young girl, and she was 10, and mm-hmm. she'd already written a book called 365 Days of um, a Positive Attitude of Gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just simple. You know, um, today I did this. I'm very grateful I did that. Um, But it was such a reminder. We get so bogged down by the expectations of what we should be and everything else. We're not given the permission to be the light that we are. And we forget to find gratitude and joy in the simplest of things. So, you know, out of the mouths of babes, I mean, children, I think at the present moment, are awesome teachers. And Mm. You know, it may be just spending some time around kids and animals and just letting your silly Billy out. You know, yeah. we've forgotten how to do that. And I think that's really important that we, we look in because we're not going to find it on the outside. It's on the inside, isn't it?
1: In the inside. I don't hold my meetings at coffee shops. Sorry? I don't hold my meetings when I have a client meeting. Though, right. when I, I don't hold them at coffee shops. On most days, I'd invite you to an art ice cream parlor.
0: Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate you. ice cream, yes! <laughs> the smile's already there. <laughs> yeah. that the That's a good one, yeah. That is a yeah. good one, yes. Why shouldn't you have something that brings you joy, and brings a smile to your face? You're already starting the meeting with a smile. Yeah. And it can I'm only gonna gonna go up from you. there, Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one yeah I'm going to have to look at the ice cream shop in my neighborhood now let's see if we can do that um simple joy simple joy that ice cream brings the kid out in us you know, it's, you know like that guilty pleasure and and you know we just feel so good after you know we've had it and so that feeling now opens up the creativity doesn't it
1: and it lets your guards down. I mean, you're, yeah. you don't, you're just so in a nice place, in a happy place, that you're open to listening. You're open to conversation. You're open to letting your inner child out.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, um, I was watching a, a movie the other day and, and uh, in it, the, the woman went to go and get an a, a, a ice cream called a 99 and I was brought up with this. It's Applebee's ice cream with uh, a chocolate flake in it. And as a child, I loved a 99. And the moment I saw us you know, in the movie holding it, it was just, I flashed right right back to her childhood. I'm like, I want one of those. <laughs> uh, words. My mother, my brother, uh, and I suppose me in some ways, words, um, they're a dance, they're a song, they're poetry, they're direction, they're information. And the words we say to ourselves are the most important words. Because again, if we're speaking negatively about ourselves, black water, we're not gonna get anywhere. But that verbiage we speak of ourselves, and to ourselves is really laying the ground to how other people are going to receive you.
1: True. I say words are a resource. Mm-hmm. And just like everybody's talking about and saving the environment, going green and taking care of our resources. So why aren't we conserving the, re- the words we use? Yes. Why aren't we listening more mm-hmm. and speaking less? Because everybody's out there to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Who's going to listen? Yeah. So don't throw your words around as if they have no value. You know? Respect your words, have value for them. So, yeah. And let them come from the heart, not the head. Now, mm-hmm. I'm always
0: saying to people feel your knowledge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Uh, okay. When you think your knowledge, it's, it's, it's all the conditioning and the programming and everything that's in there. But when you feel your knowledge, you know, when, you, when your soul is ignited and your heart knows the truth and your spirit goes into action, your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to open uh, need, needs to know it. And that opens up then the verbiage, the words, and the action that you need at that time. And words can be so eloquent mm-hmm. and so clarifying, but they can also be so destroying the wrong word in the wrong tone.
1: To oh, change yes.
0: the tide completely.
1: Absolutely. So I say you need to tangle with your thoughts post- instead of getting tangled. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, definitely.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, for some people who may have left feet, they'll be tangled in their tango <laughs> until
1: they get, yeah. right. <laughs> so they get it right. Until they get it right. For most of us, that's what we're doing. Yes. But eventually, you get there. Yes.
0: Exactly, persistence, persistence. Yeah. Don't give up on the first try of anything, right? You know, it may not go the way you thought it was going to go. That's fine. It's going the way it needs to go. And, and don't, well, I tried that and I'm not going to do it again. No, you keep persisting. We wouldn't have a light bulb if Einstein had given up at 999, <laughs> nine, 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 you know, it's that thousandth one. So we have to keep persisting.
1: one, yes, absolutely. So L stands for let things go. So (laughs) silence silence the mind, manage your attention, identify the intention and let things go. I've presented this in so many countries and it's L which actually has the most eyes rolling because people say, no, but it's not my fault, it's theirs. Mm -hmm. So I take them all the way back to silence your mind. Mm -hmm. Start over because if you're not willing to let go, you are not going to move to the next alphabet. You need to first learn to let go. Yeah. And, and when I speak of letting go, I'm not just talking about forgiveness. I'm also about talking about letting go of labels that we've mm-hmm. taken upon ourselves. Um, labels of fear, labels of failure, uh, labels of uh, any kind of experience that might have been not so good. So it's about time you let it go and then move to
0: I mean, it, it's a label of, of your gender. It's a label of your race. You know, we are in 2020. Um, we're meant to be an, an intelligent species. Yet we are still judging people by the color of their skin, the color of their eyes, the, uh, the religion, their sexual uh, gender, their orientation, or their bank account or how important they are. And we seem to love sticking a label on someone. And we are doing them and ourselves such an injustice. Yes, you are a woman, right? And so you own being a woman. You own, I'm a white woman. Who cares? Um, I, I think the color of who you are, the religion of who you are, the sexual orientation or everything of who you are is you. It's what makes you up and you may not be everybody's cup of tea, but you'll be somebody's cup of coffee, right? And, and you just go and be yourself and you'll find your tribe, but be yourself and stop following this label like a filing cabinet. You know, it's just that I think is the hardest thing to let go for, for people because they think they're losing their identity. They're not, they're claiming it.
1: And also, labels of I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. Yes. You're not a failure. You had a failure. So separate yourself from the experience. That's important.
0: Yes. Uh, We're not enough. In whose eyes? Why are you looking at yourself through other people? Look at yourself in your own mirror. Mm -hmm. Do you know that you are honoring yourself enough that you are Managing and listening to the silence, and you know, igniting that way forward. Uh, you know, are you making an effort? Are you letting go of any of that stigma and mm-hmm. you know, that pain? And if we're saying no to any of it, then get to work.
1: And if you're saying no to any of it, <clears throat> also forgive yourself, mm-hmm. let it go. Because yes. When it comes to forgiveness, most of us think that, oh, you have to forgive the other person because they did, wrong. They did you wrong. Everybody thinks it's the other person's place to be forgiven. Or, yeah. I am the better person. I will forgive you. But before you forgive them, you need to forgive yourself for holding on to that. Right.
0: Yeah, and that yeah. never diminishes the wrong that's been done. Right? Never demi- and it's never permission. Or mm-hmm. exemption for wrong that's been done. It just means that you're letting go of that energy and moving on. Because if you keep on with that energy, you are victimizing yourself.
1: True. And you're not. You, would you like to live as a victim? Mm-hmm. Or would you just be a victor over your feelings mm-hmm. and own your space?
0: Yeah. Own your space. Be who you are unapologetically. Be beautifully imperfect, because that's what makes you so unique.
1: The Japanese art of uh, King Yutsu, uh, where, where the pottery, when, it falls, when there are flaws in it, when there are mm-hmm. cracks yes, in yes. pottery, they, they seal it with gold. Yeah. So yeah. the scars are actually like, like a badge of honor. So I say your scars can be a badge of honor, where you're celebrating the flaws, you're you're accepting yourself fully as you are. So isn't, isn't that such a beautiful thing to do?
0: I mean, this is, you know, 99% of the people that, that are here in Self Discovery Media, they're people that have been willing to take their journey, to mm-hmm. go through the process, to find their courage, find their strength, learn those abilities that are going to turn things around, and to invest in themselves and honor themselves, and set free the instrument that they are so they may find their orchestra. And all those that have gone through that, they are the gems at the end of it, that shine bright, that are there for us, you know, to, to adore in many ways. It's, it's not a process that you can skip or get someone else to do it for you. That happiness, that smile that comes from within is on the other side and you've got to be willing to go through the process.
1: Mm, going over the process, leading mm. me so beautifully and flawlessly into <laughs> E, which is energize the possibilities. Yes. 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 Which is yes. putting energy into it. You know, you, we go to events, we listen to lectures, podcasts, books, everything under the sun. We educate ourselves. And then what do we do? A lot of shelf development instead of self-development. We have notes which we just stack away into the bookshelves Mm. and they gather dust. If you were to instead put your learnings into action, put energy into your learnings, that's when the possibilities unfold.
0: Yeah, I created a new word I liked called actionism.
1: Ooh, I like.
0: It's action in motion, you know. you know, activism is speaking out against something. Actionism is doing something about it. So I would love people to step into their actionism. Because, mm. again, going back to the head knowledge, the thoughts. Well, I know all of this. Yeah, well, you know it from here up, chin up. But have you ignited your heart, soul, and spirit into the equation and collect, opened up that intellect so you've got a whole picture so you know how? to move forward and let go and everything else. That requires participation, which is action.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's important to participate in your life. A lot <laughs> of us are, are actually just going through life, sitting on the fence and watching the game go by. <laughs> yes.
0: So. It was a very nice parade, but you weren't in it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Why weren't you in it? Are you a sideliner in your life? You know, I mean, some people are content to be that; they're content just to sit on the sidelines and let life pass them by. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one of those. You know, it's it's always about searching. Where else can you go? You know, what what's down this road? You know, uh, meeting and greeting people—you never know what's going to come out. Of. I love possibilities.
1: And I love uh, that you call it self-discovery media because. Mm-hmm. It's all about discovering yourself. It's also about talking to people and getting to know them. And as a journalist, when I would speak to somebody and interview them, so much of their story would impress upon me. Yes. You know, it would inspire me. It would oh, yeah. shape the way I'm thinking in, uh, subconsciously. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's beautiful what you're doing.
0: I call it inspiration begets invitation. Yeah. Because when you're inspired by someone, it invites you to step up and start doing something to yourself. If you're not motivated by somebody else's story, somebody else's skill, somebody else's tool to apply it to yourself, then you're not ready. And, you know, basically with the 2,500 shows we have on here, I call it the orchard of wisdom, ready for clicking. And when you're ready, you'll come and listen to the show that you need to hear that will help propel you forward. And all we can do is be that light for people, be that knowledge for people. But we can't ram it down their throats. So it has to be when they're ready to take that journey, to smile.
1: <laughs> yes, why not? And I've been, I've been walking in your orchard since, uh, since we connected, and I love the interviews. So I was the other day listening to 365 Connections with the friends. Yes. Another amazing bunch of people. So it's like, I, I mean, the people that you've picked are, are definitely like these beautiful flowers, each unique. And I love that you call it an orchard.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, when you look at an orchard, you know, and mine has got a lot of fruit trees in it, um, you know, you go and pick the orange, you know, <laughs> pick the, the fire, pick whatever else is growing, because that's why they're doing what they're doing. It's why you're doing what you're doing. You want everybody to step in through that smile, to place value upon themselves, to be that light of who they are and shine bright for others. Be an inspiration for someone else because they were willing to go through that path and not get stuck.
1: And to be ready for whenever this train is on the other side Mm -hmm. and decide for yourself, who are you going to be? are you going to be grumpy, upset, and bitter <laughs> about life and the fact that it was so dark, or are you just going to be excited like a little child and wait for the light to be on the other to to open up to you and and be yeah. prepared to face the new times? Which I mean, definitely changing
0: attitude. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Your attitude towards life, yeah. you know. Does it owe you? you—you oh, you know, there's a wonderful book called "Who Moved My Cheese?" which I often talk oh, about. Yeah, In it, read that. that's a wonderful book, isn't it? Two mice, two yeah. men around abundance of cheese, and one day the cheese is there, and it's the four different reactions around it, and the one, "Give me back my cheese." Who do I sue? And there are people who cannot deal with change, but what we have to understand: seasons changed constantly, all the time. We are designed to change and go with the flow and explore in other possibilities. We're not meant to be stagnant. We're not meant to be set in our ways. We're not meant to be complacent, right?
1: Because forever life is
0: evolving. yeah, forever evolving. And, and for people who are, are in the angry or in the fear of those that are unwilling to mm-hmm. make the changes. And um, again, that is their choice, that is their journey, but it's not one that's going to benefit them in the long run.
1: Because I guess what you resist also persists. So the more you resist it, the more it's going to keep coming at you.
0: Yes. Yes, I like the Borg thing from Star Trek. Resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way it is because something will always come along to redirect you. Sometimes it's a nudge. Sometimes it's awareness. Sometimes it's a cosmic two, two by four. You know, and it's, we are meant to follow a certain path in this life. We've been given a particular gift and our duty is to discover what that gift is so we know how to share it. And so if we're going down the wrong path, the universe will always come along. Gus will always come along and redirect us onto the right path. And if we resist, then we're going to get the cosmic two by four. <laughs> Resistance so, is futile.
1: Mm. Oh, yes, it is. And as you said, we were given a gift. And I think what I was given as a gift was the smile strategy. Yeah. Yes, so took it upon myself to pr- present my message. I wasn't an orator, I wasn't a toastmaster, uh, stood on the stage, fumbled because that was my first ever structured speech on a stage, <laughs> and not many people choose a TEDx stage to deliver a first speech.: the First
0: one No: That's, Definitely one. Not.
1: <laughs> That's so, called jumping happy. into the
0: deep end, and I, I, that I respect is. that yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, I did that, and then. As I was given that opportunity to share during the happiness carnival and I was in a dark space, but when I shared light with others, Mm. I realized my own darkness was beginning to dim. I was beginning to live on purpose instead of on purpose.
0: It's getting comfortable with the darkness, isn't it? You know, I've been in the darkness where you feel trapped and you can't come out and it's cold and it's lonely. But I love the darkness now because I am the light in the darkness. So I am no longer afraid of it.
1: Hmm, exactly. So the smile is my legacy. And I would like to, I would like people to begin to see more in a smile than just what meets the face, the eyes. Yeah. I'd like them to see that it's, there's more to it and how they can apply it to get from feeling stuck to unstuck and thank it's, you for this opportunity oh wonderful it's a good vibration you know it, you.
0: as you said it doesn't matter if you're covered up yeah i mean you're on a phone call with someone and they don't know you're smiling but they can hear it in your voice right they can feel it in the vibration of the conversation and they they can feel the smile And Mm. so we we have to understand it doesn't have to always be what you're seeing, eyeball to eyeball. It is that smile will resonate in everything that you're doing in that frequency and will resonate with the people who are ready to receive it.
1: True. And there are some times when people fake a smile, like the mask Mm. smile, where it's very fake and artificial. It really puts me off because I know it's not real. Right. Or the sinister smile. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. The one that...
0: Yes, there are those, and uh, but they're pretty obvious, um, you know, people smiling with clenched teeth, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am smiling, goddammit, no you're not. <laughs> um, so this is your legacy and this is your platform, so is it just in your, your videos and your books, do you have uh, workshop groups, what do you do in order to share this smile platform? Mm-hmm.
1: So I've been doing mindset training workshops, so largely working with uh, schools, universities, and also working my way towards the corporate end. Um, the, the challenge that I'm facing with corporates is people are willing to invest in uh, technology and uh, other stuff, but what they forget is if a person, an employee is not having the right mindset anything else that you give them they're not going to put it into use in the right way right. so i just hope somebody listening here has that light bulb moment where they realize mindset is equally important when you're training yourself so yeah i do that
0: industry is beginning to see that i've mm-hmm. had some wonderful interviews with people in america but a lot in europe where the helping industry understand it's people planet for profit not profit at the expense of people and planet and that Mm -hmm. if people are happy where they are they'll be more productive and there will be more profit so that thinking is changing so just keep keep nurturing it because there are still organizations and companies that know they need to change this but they don't know how and they just and it's so simple what you've got there but the this it's very simple and very obvious when you see it but it's the application of it that isn't always so simple and you know um, a lot of people can't do it on their own they just need that shepherd to show them the way
1: true and i also do one-to-one coaching Mm -hmm. so so it's if it's something specific that you'd like to work on or just do a one, one-to-one one conversation because sometimes people prefer it that way. Yeah. So I do one-to-one coaching as well. So it's not completely based on the SMILE strategy. It's also, of course, bringing in tools from the NLP toolbox and the ICF accreditations that I have. So as a life coach, I do the one-to-one coaching as well. Right.
0: And I don't think people realize this, that, you know, you can't run from yourself, you know. <laughs> Alcohol, drug addiction, fast life, whatever, you know, if that discontent of who you are and what you're doing will always catch up to you and that uh, you are going to have to face yourself somewhere along the line. And the willingness to go, you know, without battling it and being open is going to get you through the process a lot quicker, but, but with a lot more insight. And mm-hmm. we are our business, we are who we are. And we need to own that. And there's always room for improvement, always room for growth. But that doesn't mean you're flawed if you're Mm -hmm. wanting to still grow. But if you know that you know, maybe you come across differently and people aren't getting you, maybe you're not presenting yourself in a way because you haven't yet got yourself.
1: Exactly. Because most often we think we have a problem, Mm -hmm. but the problem is never the problem. There's always something underlying that which Mm -hmm. causes it to feel that way it's like having a piece a pebble under a carpet and when Mm. you're walking across it and you're just cleaning the carpet but you're constantly feeling that prick when you walk over it yeah so the the job of a coach is to just lift up the carpet and address what you've tucked under the carpet saying i'll deal with it later yes And now it's beginning to hurt you yes
0: yes and again only when you're willing to go through it and, and be yeah. helped are you going to actually understand that there's a stone under your carpet. <laughs> right? Um, and that you have to do the work. All you're there to do is, is, as I say, shepherd them, guide them, give them the tools and the wisdom to apply to themselves. Yep,
1: yep. And be kind with yourself. Mm. Be gentle. Right? Mm. Don't beat yourself up. Be gentle with yourself.
0: That goes back to the words we say to ourselves, right? The verbiage and, and the black water. So if you're being negative and putting yourself down, you know, we, we talk about this a lot in relationships, whether it's a business relationship, friends or lover relationship. And you know, a lot of people go out looking for love for someone to complete them or mm-hmm. to fix them. You're going to find the wrong love every time you do that because you're going to find the love that is reflected within you. So step into your own love, love of self, love of life, love of purpose, and other people will be attracted to that vibration and be able to match it. But don't be looking for someone else to complete you. Only you can do that. They can enhance you and complement you, but not complete
1: you. True that. I absolutely agree. So whether it's love, whether it's hope, whether it's trust, whether it's respect, I think. All these four, uh, we complain that people don't give it to us. They don't love us. They don't respect us. Trust us, or give us hope. But you, they won't give it to you because you haven't given it to yourself. Right. You're just going to reflect. Yeah. for you.
0: Yes, and if you know, sometimes you've got people's anger because they're just angry. But sometimes you may have people being negative towards you, and it's like, what are you reflecting out? You know, and if that anger isn't warranted, then close the door on it and say, I am open and ready to receive once your anger has calmed down, but I'm not Mm. willing to accept this. Yeah. um, I used to say to someone who wanted to pick a fight all the time, take it up with your mirror. That's the only one that's interested.
1: Oh, love that.
0: Right. Go and fight with yourself in the mirror and, and see it for yourself and then go, that's what you're imposing on everyone else. And you expect them to be open and warm towards you. No right Mm. so like that yeah smile and the whole world will smile with you and that that is very true And it's one person at a time isn't it
1: and the first person should be you
0: yes yes most certainly so how do people get hold of you for coaching or companies and um, your TED talks and uh, and anything else you do and your lovely little smile buttons that you've got Mm. on there
1: Uh, this smile button actually comes from the ministry of happiness Mm-hmm. So this was given to me when I presented and I've, I've kept it as a of honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but having said that, I got these amazing and I, don't, I wish I had one with me at the moment, but I got these amazing uh, stress busters handmade by a social enterprise in India, which is my social, which, which is my give back. So um, these lovely ladies in India, uh, I can share the link with you they create, they've created these stress busters. So I give them out during my training, which is, which is my give back. And, um, how do they get in touch with me? I have a Facebook page currently on which I've been doing my daily lives. And today was day 764 of my
0: commitments. (laughs) Bravo,
1: bravo. They could, they could connect with me on RK rights, Um, it's hard to miss it's the, the cover picture of my page is me holding out smileys in my hand yes mm-hmm.
0: yes so yeah. yes, so, um, so yes your, your your linkedin is your name so let's spell your name for people so they know exactly how to to write it down
1: so it's r u q y a k h a n Rukaya Khan. Is right li- i am on linkedin
0: and uh, and your site is the same it's your name Com. Yeah,
1: Yes, it's khan.com
0: Right. And uh, Facebook is RK Writes,
1: RK Writes, uh, R-I-T-E-S, uh, which is um, when I was little, my mom would always complain that my spellings were bad. So being <laughs> the little bit of a rebel that I am, I said, I shall own it. So, R-I-T-E-S. I got rid of the W. And your email, love? Uh, Smile Strategist at gmail.com
0: wonderful and of course on instagram you're rk lowercase okay. rights R I T E S, right R-I-T-E-S. <laughs> um you know words are so beautiful you know they're just so invitational you know they are the paintbrush on the canvas and how that picture is going to be is what words are, are chosen in what tone in what vibration and from what intent and you know conversation needs those beautiful words spoken in a beautiful tone with a good intention for it to be received and shared
1: True, i agree my business card reads wordsmith Mm. Mm -hmm. because i work with words written and spoken yes and and it's so important what words you're using
0: yes Uh, to yourself to other people i mean as i said right now there's a lot of frustration there's a lot of anger in the world and the thing is yes we can understand you're justified with all of that but what energy are you feeding Mm -hmm. and you know feed it with the right words feed it the growth and the water the seeding the nurturing that it needs and what you want will grow rather than what you don't want and sometimes it's just sending out a smile and love to other people to lift up their hearts while they're in their own darkness.
1: Through that, and I'd like to thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my smile thank you so much.
0: Oh my pleasure thank you for sharing your smile again you know the acronym is wonderful but it's just the simple word smile and you know we forget that that it's so important and I think this is why we love to see those wonderful little videos and pictures of animals and children doing goofy things because we can't help but smile. And when you do your whole body feels better. So just get out there and smile a lot more. And if you need help along the way to let go of things, to find the silence, you know, to, um, to all of that, then just reach out to you. All right.
1: Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so okay. much.
0: Thank you so much. So everyone out there today, remember, a smile goes a long way. How about you get up the next morning, look at your mirror and give yourself a beautiful smile and say, you know what, I'm there for you today. And make sure you share that smile all through the day. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.